What's up? It's your boy Usher. What's up, y'all? This is Beyonce. It's your boy Chris Brown right here. Playing nothing but the best. It's the KOP Aftermath. Yeah, so keep it locked. It's the KOP Aftermath. You're, you're locked into the man. Check, check this out. Here we go. It's time. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another exciting podcast here today. This is, ladies and gentlemen, the KLP Aftermath with your host, Kelby Kennedy Lucas. Welcome back to another exciting episode, T. It's it's about that time, T. You guys don't know, of course, we are getting ready to head out to New York City next week. And tonight is the final podcast for the week before we uh, go ahead and start getting in. I'm already packed, T. Like, I got some of my stuff already packed. But to start shutting things down and KLP Entertainment is coming back. Uh, for in for the podcast, but next week we're gonna be in the Big Apple, the big city of NYC. Can't wait! So excited for that. So uh, if you're looking for a podcast tomorrow, up until sad, uh, up until Sunday, nothing's gonna be up because we're gonna be starting production with filming, and we're gonna gear up for next week as we do a, a whole bunch of uh, podcasting, filming, and photography, and just so much other things going on in the Big Apple of next week. So. Uh, just uh, wanted to kind of get that out there for you guys. If you guys miss, uh, of course, this uh, this week's podcast, we talked about so many things within this podcast. Of course, we talked about sweat equity uh, in one podcast. We talked about Scott Hall again. May he rest in peace in yesterday's podcast. So this week has been very interesting. Of course, with the new radio uh, intros and the, the uh, DJ drops that we've made. Of course, shout out to T. He makes sure uh, he actually made those. And they they sound pretty good on the radio airways right now. So, uh, you know, if you, if you missed it, you guys don't want to miss it, of course. Uh, it's available right now. All of the episodes from this week are available on Spotify and YouTube and Daily Motion. And I got to give a shout out to, of course, Emory Radio, simply because we're trying to get a lot of students more uh, on our platforms again. So if you guys don't know, of course, Emory Radio One is the official uh, Emory uh, 94.6 to radio stations. Instagram is all one word. Emory Radio One. Follow us on social media so that way you guys won't miss exclusive content that's coming out next week, of course. Although KLP Entertainment, the office will, offices here in Atlanta will be shut down, we're still going to be taking pictures. We're still going to be sharing exclusives on our Instagram. So if you guys want to stay up with us and see what we got going on next week in New York City, follow us on our social media, Emory Radio One. Again, follow that Instagram because we're going to post our exclusives. We're going to post podcasting exclusives. We're going to be doing a whole bunch uh, social media wise on Instagram. So you don't want to miss it. So follow us on our social media there for sure. Now, you guys didn't want to hear me babble and babble more about KLP Entertainment News because we got so many of it, right, T? We've got so many entertainment news. I want to get down to the needy and greedy of today's podcast show. You guys like it. We, we try to spice up the show a little bit. Now, this next story is coming from, of course, big shout out to uh, New York's own The Breakfast Club. Of course, Charlemagne the God, DJ Envy, and Angela Yee from The Breakfast Club. 
I, I'm excited. Now, I'm not saying I'm going to the Breakfast Club in New York. They don't know who I am, but it's really cool to see I'll be in their city next week. But they talked about this as their donkey of the day. And T, I just had to talk about it here on today's uh, show because I was during my lunch break and I, you know, during my lunch break, I, I catch up on the Breakfast Club. I catch up on the YouTube. So that way, number one, it gives us topics to talk about if we don't have that much topics to talk about on the show. And they talked about this, of course, in Mississippi. Hines County assistant principal was fired after reading a book called I Need a New Butt. Of course, it was kind of a, uh, a little bit of an educational uh, tea for the book, but it was very funny. They're, they're trying to keep the, the funniness side of it. And the question I propose to a lot of my fans out there, the question I propose to a lot of the fans, the Emory friends, the Lucas Nation fans, do you think this principal uh, had the right to be fired or do you think this was a wrongful fire? Honestly, and I agree with Charlemagne the God, I think this was an un, un, unrightful fire. Honestly, even though this was second grade, you would not, I mean, it's crazy about how much students or kids are more accepting to things nowadays. If, if okay, and this is a great example. I just thought of this tea and I don't know, it just popped in my head now. If you have a child that is in second grade, because I've seen this, if your child is in second grade and they have a smartphone being an iPhone, then I would think they will be more mature to hear about a principal reading this book called I Need a New Butt. Of course, the book, and this is a synopsis of what The Breakfast Club says, uh, the synopsis about the book, is about a young boy who uh, has his butt and he has, he said he has a crack in it. <laughs> so he goes out and finds a new butt. Now we all know, and this is not me trying to get gross, I mean, a butt crack. I mean, come on, that's, that's human nature. That's, I mean, it's your butt crack. And the kid, the little boy in this book doesn't know it was the butt crack in quotations. It, he thought his butt was broken. I thought this was a funny book to read to kids. Again, you can't, be, and the, the, the principal got fired. And of course there's a petition going on right now trying to get him rehired. But honestly, y'all, you honestly think with all these kids out here that are super young, first grade, second grade, that have iPhones, iPads, game systems, and they get exposed to all this other stuff. And now you say that's the fine line because the principal just read a children's book. I, that's why I think he got wrongfully fired because you got to look at the demographics again. These kids are getting more accepted to more things out here in today's society. There's a lot of things that kids unfortunately are getting exposed to. And you're gonna fire a principal just, just because he, let, he read a children's book? I thought the book was funny. I didn't read the whole book, but I heard the synopsis of the book. I thought the book was pretty funny. So it just, it, it, it makes it makes me wonder. And then Charlemagne the God said it the most. He, he doesn't understand it. I don't understand it either, uh, Charlotte, because the kids are having smart devices now at a young age. I remember when I was a kid, I didn't have my first iPhone until I was about, I want to say 17 because my parents got it for me. So I, when I was in second grade, I didn't have a smartphone, but you know, this was, and I want to say second grade for me, gosh, uh, I want to say it was 2003, 2002. I can't remember. I mean, this was a whole lifetime ago. But when I was a kid, I didn't have a smart device that most the most smart and this these devices weren't really smart, but the most I've had in second grade 
would have to be game systems like the GameCube or a Game Boy. That was the only tech device that I was able to have. And you know, even with the with the games that my parents would buy, they would buy just E-rated games. They would never buy me a mature game. So we're in this day and age today where kids are getting iPhones, they're getting on YouTube. Uh, some kids even got Facebook and they're getting exposed to some things and, you know, good parents, you know, and I'm not saying parents are all parents are bad or nothing like that, but good parents probably have the parental guidance on their smart devices. I know with a whole bunch of game systems and Nintendo in particular, they push hard for kids to make sure they have a parental guidance on their Nintendo Switch. But you got you got all these kids that are playing these games and playing games on their iPhone, they're getting exposed. You might have some kid that might get curious and go to these off sites, if you know what I mean, and get exposed to that kind of stuff, unfortunately. But it does happen. So I don't think this assistant principal, uh, I, I don't think this was right for him to get fired over this. I think, and there's a petition going on right now to get him rehired. Honestly, times are tough right now. And it's really bad to try to fire somebody that we need. That's the most thing essential. And I, teachers and principals, they, they, they go into the line of essential workers to help educate the neon lines of America. Um, and they don't get paid that much. So a lot of, and not, I'm not just harping on their paycheck, but it's just the, the point I'm trying to make here, T, is Mississippi fired this, he's assistant principal. A lot of people are looking for jobs right now, and it's a tough market to start firing teachers, start firing principals when you need them most. And because you got all these kids, right? These kids are swarming back to the classrooms. A lot of things are trying to open back up. A lot of, uh, and this is for colleges too, a lot of classes are opening in person now. So it's kind of a bad time to try to budget cut and fire an assistant principal just by reading a, a, a children's book. I think this assistant principal knew what he was doing, trying to lighten the mood because we are in a crisis right now. Everybody's trying to make content so that way we all can start laughing again to avoid all the craziness that this world is going to. He's trying to distract the young minds being children, because I bet you, again, these kids that are in second grade, they have smartphones. They see the news. They see what everything's going on right now. Little Sally Sally, little Johnny Johnny knows about possibly don't understand it but probably know about the gas prices little jimmy probably know about russia and ukraine little sally knows about the rise in covid cases this was a way to try to get students to start being positive and create a lab so they can be distracted from all the craziness that their parents got to endure right now things are high mortgages are and i don't know nothing about mortgage but mortgages are high rent is high things are high and parents are stressed out to the max especially if you are a parent who have kids so what i thought this principal was doing he was trying to distract the kids from the parents that are stressed to the max and by all means the guys if you got kids i, I wish you the best of luck because it is hard right now trying to do that I, and I'm, that's why I say it. I'm glad I ain't got kids because I can only imagine how difficult it is right now to support a kid in today's climate. So to the point of a T, I don't think this assistant principal should have got fired. I honestly think I really do think he's going to get rehired um, and he might sue. And he could, he could build a lawsuit from this. Everything, and you can build a lawsuit for pretty much anything nowadays. Like people getting fired unlawfully and unwrongfully wrongfully fired unlawfully fired you can come back and start suing so i really do hope um this principal does get sued and what he can do too is he got fired out of the blue 
uh, he can sue for um, I don't I don't think the word is restitution, but like um, uh, uh, losing out on money, losing out on his salary for an unlawful, wrongful fire, and they're gonna pay. Uh, I would say school sue the the county or sue the school, whoever it is, to recoup the money you lost in your salary. That that's how the way you gotta do it. So I really do hope this assistant principal does read it. I don't think this was wrong of him. I think he was just trying to distract kids from the craziness that's in today's society right now. That's just my personal uh, opinion. Moving on next to the next news announcements, of course, this I wanted to talk about it because they're really doing it well for this next new movie. Now, if you guys know, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog has been in my childhood as well. And yesterday's episode, we talked about our childhood when it came to wrestling. And I guess I'm talking about my childhood again when it comes to this favorite uh, character. And I was a fanboy of Sonic at one point until, you know, I kind of got a little bit older and I still play Sonic, right? But, you know, things, I get older, I have a job and I got more responsibilities as a, as a young adult now. But I do remember playing Sonic on the Sega Genesis all the way up to what might be PlayStation 5 if Sonic Frontiers does really well this holiday season. I will be picking it up and I'll be doing my formal review when the game comes out. And that's gonna be all the way in December. So that's gonna be holiday 2022. But I wanted to talk about Sonic's newest and latest film poster. I'm talking about the movie from Paramount and Sega Sammy. Uh, the Sega Sammy is actually the full name of Sega's company, um, the Japanese company uh, that's been around from generations to generations. But they're really doing good for this movie. I really do think this movie is going to be a slam dunk when it comes out in April. I am going to try to see if I can swing tickets to go see this movie with my brother. Um, I honestly, I want to see this movie because they're they're really they're doing a lot for this movie. They're doing promotion well for this movie. Um, they're doing a whole bunch of hype for this movie. And I think this is going to be a great movie to help take a recoup their sales in their businesses in general. Because we all know if you're a Sega fan, if you followed Sonic and Sega and Yakuza, you know that Sega hasn't been doing good for the past couple of years now. And I did see the first movie and the first movie was pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. I'm glad that they redesigned Sonic. I remember when we got that awful, awful rat uh, that didn't look like Sonic at all at the first trailer and everybody lost their minds including myself I I think I did a podcast about it too the first trailer we all remember the first trailer of Sonic 1 he looked like a uh, like a mutant like a ninja turtle mutant or something I was like, Sega, are you are you for real? This is what y'all's producing? Sega, you got money. Come on now. Are you really trying to do this? So they fixed them up and they did it well for Sonic 1. And now this first movie was widely accepted. You can see the movie right now on Hulu. But now we got Sonic 2 around the corner. Comes out in April. We got Sonic. We got Knuckles. We got Tails. We got Jim Carrey coming back as Eggman. Um, so I'm excited. I'm very excited to see Knuckles. I want to see how villainous will he be in this movie. Now, we all know, and I'm a film director. I know where this is going. I know Knuckles is the, the, the one of the main protagonists for this film, but he's going to team up with Sonic to take down Eggman, hence Sonic Movie 3. And words to rise, they, I've been hearing that the production has kind of started for Sonic 3. And we ain't even saw Sonic 2 yet. Um, but this poster really reminded me of my childhood because you guys remember if you ever played Sonic the Hedgehog 2 for Sega Genesis, I know my family has. 
I remember, and again, I talked about my brother yesterday, and I'm, I guess, Alex, I'm talking about you again today, but I do remember when he got Sonic 2 for Sega Genesis, and it was always him and Sonic and my big sister Kendria's Tales, and that was it. Like, we, because we, we were young, my, my brother didn't let us play his video games. Like, we can either play our own games or we just had to watch. But as we grew up, he started letting us play, and you know, it, it was that whole stigma there for that. But when you saw the Sega Genesis, uh, Sega Genesis uh, cartilage of Sonic 2, if you have one of those in your collections, kudos. Uh, you had the Sonic, you had Sonic Tails in the number two, and then Eggman in the back. So what they did for this movie is they made an updated modern version of it to where you have Sonic and Tails, the number two, and Eggman kind of coming up and has, a, has his hand on the two, just like the fan favorite of Sonic 2, the video game from Sega Genesis way back in the day. And I really think that was just spectacular. That was one of the things that is good for marketing i really do hope they have that as their um you know how like when you go to the movies you see the movie little uh poster that's on a frame and stuff i hope they have that poster up in movie theaters today because when i saw that when i first saw the poster i'm like okay that brings me back to the 90s you know and i got introduced to sonic 2 the video game I can't say 1996 because I was born in 1996. So I, when 1996, I was like months old. Like I, I don't remember. I don't remember. But I would say 1998, 99. I was kind of like I was three and four years old. Those two years. Then I kind of understand. And I think Sonic was actually my first video game that I ever played. It was Sonic One. And I remember that day too because my brother introduced me to. It was a morning. It was some. It was a crazy morning. I don't think I don't remember it was Christmas, but he woke up. He had a new game system. And he had like six Sega Genesis games laid out that my parents had got him, and that's what that was the first day I got introduced to video games back in 1998 or 99. I can't remember the year. This was for me. That was again a life century ago. Um, but again, they're doing great promotions for the movie. I'm super excited to see this movie. I'm, I still got to score some tickets uh, to go see this movie because this is a movie I really want to go see, not only for the podcast, for you guys and to give you guys my in-depth review of the movie. Um, but I am a huge fan of Sonic and the Sega team. I'm glad that they're doing these movies. I'm kind of excited for Sonic Frontiers to come out in holiday season this year. I really do hope they don't delay it, but you know, we haven't seen much. We probably will at E3 and you guys know, and I can announce it, you know, kind of, of course, uh, KOP Aftermath Season 3 is coming. We did get renewed. A little sneak peek for you guys. We're going to share the, um, the, the poster of it uh, when we come back from New York. But, uh, you know, E3 is coming around the corner. And, of course, T, we've got to cover E3 on this platform. So um, congratulations again to Paramount and Sega. I, I look forward to Sonic 2. I hope this is really good. You had uh, Sydney Robinson, I think that's her last name, to play Tails, and she plays the character version of Tails as of late. So it's really, that really made a mark because she knew she plays this character in the video game series. So now her voice is hitting the big screen. So I'm super happy for her because she's a great voice actor. And a lot of voice actors, when you don't go to theaters, 
you're known as voice acting, but you got now Sidney Robinson, you've got Christopher Sabat, you got Sean Schimble, and I'm those are Dragon Ball Z. I'm a huge anime guy. You got those voice actors that hit theaters, like, and that's a big deal. That is a big, big deal, and that's how your career will skyrocket off of that. So, uh, big news for Sonic 2. Let me know, comment below, are you excited for Sonic 2? I am very ultimately ultimately excited for that for sure uh i'm very very happy about this now next i wanted to talk about a little bit of this is kind of kind of a health tip uh team but you know we we got to talk about our neighborly neighborhood walmart well not my neighborhood but our friendly company of walmart now this is the news that headline on front page so this is our front page news um this is crazy it's crazy so let me i'm gonna read the script to you guys here and i'm gonna let you guys know what what, what i think about this of course walmart has recalled more than twenty-five thousand bags of popular chips due to possible contamination issues of course this is huge of course thousands of bags of popular chips sold at walmart are at the center of a new recall the retail chain in late february voluntarily recalled bags of great value restaurant style white corn tortilla chips i love those too and it's rare that i go to walmart a little tidbit if you guys don't this is a little bit behind the scenes about myself i rarely go to walmart i go to walmart if i got to get that item that my neighborhood kroger doesn't have but when i go to get my groceries i'm always going to kroger uh this is kroger's just my thing i use my kroger gas card to get points off my purchase and i use my gas points to get gas and honestly if you are a friend of Kroger right now and you got to get those gas that knock out on that gas right now, I recommend y'all go to Kroger, get a Kroger, and this is not a sponsor to Kroger. They should sponsor me, but this is not a sponsor. But if you have a Kroger Plus card right now, make sure you take advantage of that so you can knock off some money from gas because gas is the topic right now. But anyway, after after it was determined that they pose a potential health hazard to possible metal contaminations, of course, this recall impacts 2,555 cases of chips with each case containing 10 bags, of course, meaning that the recall encompassed more than 25,000 bags of chips. Of course, according to the recall notice posted by the United States Food and, Drew, Food and Drug Administration, the FDA, uh, the recall that impacts, of course, Illinois, Missouri, Nebraska, Wisconsin, and Wyoming. Of course, according to the FDA, the chips, the chips were packed in the 13 ounce, have a lot have a lot code on it and the lot code for you guys if you're living in those states here's the lot code is uh one one two oh five one hashtag hashtag uh, of course and the best date is was set by uh and if you have that bag of chips and you have that code and it's best by date here's the best by date may 23rd 2022 the recall product has been uh, has also been in the upc of course, the FDA noted that the great value restaurant style uh, white corn tortilla chips were recalled after it was determined that chips may contain a, a foreign material metal. So, again, if you're in those states and you're you're you you bought that kind of chip, make sure you check it. I would say throw it out anyway, even though if this is wrong and if it's not right and you you think this is flawed, whatever you believe in, I would still say if something has been recalled, please just throw it out, especially a bag of chips. You can go buy another bag, go buy some Doritos, buy some Ruffles, buy something else because your health is the most important. I don't know. These chips probably cost about $3 a bag. So again, you can go and buy another bag of chips. It's just 
when things get recalled, I I urge, and this is and this is for everybody here at Kill Team, but I urge uh, if things get recalled, whether it's product now they recall in it's hard because a lot of companies they do recall vehicles, right? When there's airbags and if there's something wrong with it cars vehicles get it checked but you can't really just say hey here's my car take it i don't want it you can't just do that unless you get money to get a new car you just can't do that but when it comes to food just throw it out you can buy it again you can buy something else you can buy an alternative trust me this year I, to save money I, this is I, this is a tidbit for all you emory students out there this is a lesson for you guys try to find alternatives to your favorite foods foods if you're trying to save money that's the way to do it if you want to save money on groceries and you like to buy your favorite snack and it's expensive find an alternative and this is what i'm saying with this if the great value restaurant style white corn tortilla chips has been recalled throw it out find another alternative until they fix this because your health is more important you're putting all this stuff into your body and people are still getting sick in today's society so just one of those things that you, you just have to be careful and make sure that you guys are aware of it so moving on to more front page news on today's show let's talk about jesse smollett just a little bit y'all all right, so Jesse Smollett, if you guys don't know, Jesse Smollett was played by, the, he played the character Jamal Lyon in the hit Fox uh, show that was canceled, unfortunately, called Empire. And at first, this man was sentenced to six months in prison and to pay a fine of, I believe it's 120000 in um in uh, police resources and, and restitution. Um, we got word today that Jesse Smollett has, will be released from prison. Um, they kept saying that, you know, on his, his paperwork kept saying, uh, he's at risk of hurting himself. I, I agree with him on that. If he's, if the man says he's not suicidal, don't put that he's suicidal. Like if he, if he's in the right mind and he's not suicidal, now, what I think he did was wrong. Do I think that he hired uh, these these friends to, to jump him and to, to, to get more attention? Yeah, I absolutely do believe he done that. But do I think he's suicidal? No, I, I honestly, and it sucks. And I talked about this in another show, but it sucks that you have an actor to do something very crazy uh, to want to get that attention. And now he's been to jail i guess a day and now he's kind of on his paperwork is kind of counts him as a uh, as a felon and it's hard to find jobs in hollywood if you're a felon so do i think he's going to be able to work again no nah. uh no nah. i will he try to make music again he can try because there's a lot of ways right t there's a lot of ways you can make music for free and you can start small because you guys know you know we don't make our music for free, but Swanky Aura, we, we, we were a small music company or music group and Swanky Records is our, our small music label. We, we start small, we, we navigate. Do I think Jesse Smollett will be able to navigate? Probably. I don't think he's going to be hired by a director ever again, whether it's TV shows or movies. I don't, I think he kind of, he kind of burnt that bridge down with that. And I, I, I don't think that that's going to, to happen to him so much. Of course, Taraji P. Henson did come out and say her piece about it. Um, it's, you know, I don't think it was something he should have went to jail for. 
and he's getting out, right? Because th that's the latest news, front page news from today. We got word that, you know, he's getting out of prison. You know, he, they said, okay, let's, you know, and he has a little bit of money. So they say, okay, we'll take the money. You can pay, pay that back in, in government taxes and pay that back in government funding and restitution. You can pay for the salaries and, and, and resources wasted. Yeah, they're going to take the money. Um, it's good to see him not go to prison because I don't think he would last that long in prison, honestly. Um, I just don't think he'll ever find a job in Hollywood again. That that's that ship is sailed. And I, I really do I, and for everyone, I do hope that you know we, we pray for him for healing energy. I hope he, he kind of learns it from this. But I'm not gonna sit there and say, oh, he's innocent, he's super innocent. No, Jesse Smalley did. He knew what he did. He knew exactly what he did. It didn't go the way he wanted it to, but he did what he did. Honestly, if it was for me, I'm on a hit show from Fox. I've got music catalog and Jesse Smollett wasn't broke. He had money. He wasn't poor trying to do Empire and does do his music. Would have would have I if I would have I would, would I'm trying to pronounce it. I'm trying to say it to you. Would I do that? Nah. I nah. <laughs> if you again hit show, music catalog, got some money in the bank, nah. I would have just said, okay, it is what it is. I would have started auditioning. And a lot of actors who who are not only super, super big shows, they go out and they go audition for stuff. And that's all Justin Smollett had to do with go after Empire, go audition, make an album that's independent from Fox or independent from Empire. Do your creativeness and see what comes out. So now when he tries to make an album, People may not listen to it when he's trying to audition for these movies and these next TV shows in the future. That's not going to happen because he, he kind of ruined it for himself. Uh, just for this silly, silly heist he was trying to pull. I, it's silly. I just, I, I hate it when celebrities crush their, their dreams. And it's just, you know, a, a small folk who trying to make a dream who's smarter than some of these, these celebrities that just go and crush their dream. I, I, I never understand it, team never understand it so that's going to wrap it up here on today's show hopefully you guys enjoyed today's show for sure please remember to like comment and subscribe to the youtube channel on uh, youtube at klp entertainment and daily motion as well if you like the audio version of the show please remember to like and share with your friends letting you guys know that we were live now we will be shutting down klp entertainment after tonight because you guys know where we're going we're going to new york city so please make sure and stay tuned on our social media so you guys don't miss exclusive content whether it's photos podcast uploads exclusive reels do not miss it so follow us on the social media so you don't miss us out on new york city so we're going to return next week live from new york city for klp aftermath until now this has been klp aftermath host kennedy lucas stay safe stay swanky